another episode of Sleep Whispers. I'm Harris, and this is my curious little podcast of whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will help you to relax and fall asleep. is episode number 200, and specifically, it's a chat episode, so I'll be sharing updates from me and sharing feedback from you. So this will include a celebration of my 200 episodes, which I've decided to celebrate by reading to you my one-star reviews. (laughs) Alright, this is probably the worst idea ever. But I do think one-star reviews can be very helpful. So, I'll tell you why, and then I'll begin the self-flagellation by reading some to you. I'll also be telling you about my talk that I did, and it was titled, The Whispered Revolution of Relaxation. And I'll tell you about the funny incident that happened during the live filming. And I'll also be reading some of your emails, uh, comments you've submitted through the A. Harris form, some of your survey responses. If you're a new listener, then welcome to my little world of whispers. Each week, I rotate through one of six types of episodes to calm those crazy overactive squirrels running around in your brain. These episodes include batch episodes, fade-out episodes, whisperpedia episodes, storytime episodes, trivia time episodes, and tonight you'll hear a chat episode. If you'd like to learn more about these different episodes, then peek in the show notes of this episode, or you can just visit my website sleepwhispers.com I want to first thank my newest Patreon supporters. You all now have access to all of the 200 episodes from this podcast and also the 45 bonus episodes in my bonus podcast and also the three special behind-the-scenes videos that I created. So thank you to Susan, Emily, Jake, Benny, Chelsea, Ralph, 
person to define me because I think it's a I think it's a joke a person a dog person I think also Debrunay Ronana Elaine patrons for supporting my podcast. Alright, now on to some updates from me. Alright, about three months ago, I did a TEDx talk about ASMR, and I think it's the first TEDx talk or TED talk about ASMR to really explain it or try to explain it. And now the video is finally posted for viewing if you'd like to watch it. There should be a link in the show notes of this episode that you can click. Or you could also just Google the word TEDx along with the title of my talk, which is ASMR, The Whispered Revolution of Relaxation. Now, you may be wondering, why did three months pass between the live filming and the posting of the video? And one of the reasons is that we had to do some editing on the video because of an error that occurred during my live filming. Right, here's what happened. Everything started normally. I walked out on the stage. I gave the first half of my talk. And then the plan was in the middle of my talk I was going to show some clips of ASMR videos. And so that went well. They turned off the stage lights. They played the ASMR video clips. The clips ended. And then this is where the, <laughs> the error happened. After the clips stopped playing, I walked back out onto the stage to give the second half of my talk, and they should have turned the stage lights back on, but they didn't. <laughs> so when I walked back out on the stage, the stage was dark, and I was so nervous that, like a coconut head, I didn't even notice. So I walked right back to center stage, and I just started talking again, in the dark. <laughs> Now you'd think that whoever was supposed to turn that light back on would realize that right away, but it took them about one or two minutes before they turned the spotlight back on, but I just kept talking <laughs> that whole time during my presentation. 
So my theory is that those ASMR videos that I showed were so relaxing that it put the lighting person to sleep for a little while. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a dumb guess. Anyway, I'm standing there in the dark, which I don't realize I am just giving my presentation. And then I do remember that all of a sudden, this bright light just suddenly started beaming into my face. But I just had this mentality of the show must go on kind of thing. So I didn't let that face me either. I just kept talking. <laughs> but then everything was normal from then on. In the end, the problem was this one to two minute span in the video where my audio is fine because my microphone's working and I'm continuing to speak. But I'm kind of standing there in darkness. So I had to create some graphics to put into the video to overlay the region where I was standing on a dark stage. So when you watch it, look for those graphics to appear in the video. And that's the moment I'm covering up me standing on a dark stage. <laughs> so, if you want to see my bing-bong bungled-up presentation, just click the link in the show notes or Google the TEDx talk titled ASMR, The Whispered Revolution of Relaxation. Oh, my, my middle name is Harris, which is what I use for this podcast, but that's not my first and last name, so you'll see a different name of the person in the video than you may be used to, but don't worry, that silly dude on the stage is me. Next update topic, update topic. Did I say that strangely the first time? <laughs> my next update topic is that this is my 200th episode. And I, I was unsure if I was even going to make any special mention that this was my 200th episode. But then I got this wonderful email this week from Bob, one of my listeners, and he sweetly acknowledged my 200th episode before I even posted it. And that really warmed my heart. It motivated me to come up with something special to do for my 200th episode which I'll get to shortly, but first I want to read you Bob's email. Hey Harris, first, congratulations on 200 episodes. I remember writing in over two years ago 
praise you for reaching 100 episodes. It seems so long ago now, but also not so long at all. Thank you very much for providing us for all these years with what I'm convinced is the best whispering content online. Here's to many more. Also, I was delighted to see that you had re-released your reading of Beyond Lies the Wub as a Stitch episode. This story was once my favorite fade-out, but I hadn't listened to it in some time, so it was wonderful to hear your great reading of it again. Finally, I must also thank you for last year, I ordered a mattress from a company that advertised on your podcast, and I absolutely love it. However, they are a competitor to your current advertiser, so you may not be able to read their name on this podcast. Suffice to say, it rhymes with Felix. Thanks again for the many restful nights you've given me, and I wish you all the best. Take care. Wow, Bob. <laughs> I'm so impressed that you noticed this upcoming 200th episode and you took the time to send me an email. You are a fuzzy warm ball of kindness. And it's also nice to hear that you enjoyed this Stitch episode of The Wub. Is such a curious, a little sad in a way, uh, quirky, dark, and funny story. I was quite happy to finally release it as one full story. I try not to chop up stories anymore, so I've really moved away from putting out stories as separate parts because I figure it's, it's hard for you to know where you fell asleep. So the start of the next part of the story in a separate episode would just be confusing. So now I just put out full stories. And that's cool to hear you purchased and are sleeping comfortably on a mattress that I mentioned on my podcast. I do truly try to only mention products that I think are relevant and helpful to comfort, relaxation, and of course sleep, like mattresses, sheets. I've done pajamas and uh, comfy headphones that are good for sleeping. I've, I've definitely turned away several products because they, they really weren't a good fit for this podcast. So anyway, thanks for sharing that with me. Uh, Alright, back to celebration of my 
I'll explain that shortly. Let me get to reason number three for why I don't normally read one-star reviews. <laughs> I don't want you something that may upset you. If you listen regularly, then you enjoy this podcast and hearing someone else pour some hot steaming lard. Is, is that even an expression? I don't know. But it, if you heard someone else pour, I can't think of anything else. Some hot steaming lard all over my podcast, and you enjoy my podcast, that may bother you, but brace yourself, because we're going to do it tonight. <laughs> Alright, let's now look at the upside, and I came up with two major reasons why I do think reading one-star reviews, not necessarily on the podcast, but why I do think that I should always read and process what every single one-star review is saying, because that can be very important and very helpful to me and my podcast. Reason number one. A one-star review may point out something that I can change and maybe something I should change. Their feedback may reflect something that's a minor problem to you that you don't like. Even though you are a regular listener, it just doesn't bug you as much. But it could be a good thing if I made that improvement. And the other reason that I think it's really important for me to read and process and think about all of my one-star reviews, it's important for me to know that not everyone likes my podcast. <laughs> want to be aware of that. It, it not only keeps me humble, but rooted in reality, which I, I guess is probably where humility comes from. This is one of the reasons I changed my intro a while ago. I used to say, whispered ramblings and whispered readings to help you to relax and fall asleep. But now, I say, whispered <laughs> I don't, I don't mess it up like that. I say, whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will help you to relax and fall asleep. I don't know if my podcast will be helpful to someone who's listening 
for the first time. Maybe my whispering will quiet your brain squirrels. Or maybe it will turn them into furry little rage zombies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alright, now to get to my one-star reviews. Here is the, the big picture, or the overview, on Apple Podcasts. I have 509 ratings. My average rating is 4.3 out of 5. So that means I do have a spectrum of ratings. And so they're heavier at the higher stars. But I do have a bunch of one-star ratings. And here is a curious little fact. My very first rating and review on Apple Podcasts was a one-star review. And here's what it said. Little relaxation from this male voice. So it, it wasn't mean at all. But in a way, this was the most devastating review I ever received because it was my first review. And this was important feedback because it was saying to me, there's a possibility that no one is ever going to like this podcast. <laughs> and if I had received 20 more one-star reviews in a row when I first started, that would have been very important feedback that what I was creating wasn't providing any real benefit for at least most listeners. And so to make some kind of major change or of course just discontinue. But anyway, as it turned out, I started getting a fair mix of ratings and reviews more so being supportive and so that did strongly encourage me to keep going. Alright, I'm going to read some more one-star reviews. And I've grouped them into certain themes. So here's a one-star review, which I group it in the kind one-star review. Thanks. I hate it. Not soothing to hear whispering for longer than a minute. This podcast is not for me. This, to me, is a very kind and appropriate review and rating. They start off by saying thanks and then they get right to their evaluation. 
I hate it. <laughs> so it's pretty clear that it didn't work for them. And they say that. They end it with, this podcast is not for me. And that's actually pretty kind. Because they're not saying, they're not telling me that it's a useless podcast or everyone related. All they did was say, this isn't working for me. I guess it's, it's similar to if you don't like a certain food, it doesn't mean that food is bad. It means that food doesn't taste good to you. So the conclusion is not that the food should be banned from Earth. It's just you personally don't like it, and so you shouldn't eat that food. So I, I really like the way they worded this. I thought it was kind. Alright, the next two one-star reviews say almost the similar or almost the same thing and it it coincides with a thought that I've also had so I'll, I'll read these two reviews and then tell you about that so here's the first one star review sorry but hard whispers like this aren't relaxing Talking normally, but in a lower, gentler tone, is far more soothing. And the other one-star review says, Try not to whisper, but talk with a soothing voice, please. That would help. The things you talk about are cool, though. So these are really helpful one-star reviews. They're saying that the problem isn't my content. It's just that they don't like whispering. But if instead I talked in a soothing, calm, gentle voice, then that's what they prefer. And I agree, even for myself at times. I've heard some people do whisper and just gentle talking. And sometimes I do prefer the gentle, soothing style of talking in a normal voice. I wouldn't do it on this podcast because I want to be consistent with whispering on this podcast. But I have experimented with normal talking a little bit on my bonus podcast and I've strongly considered doing a normal, gentle speaking style podcast for relaxation and sleeping, but I haven't gotten around to it. Overall, I, I agree with their perspectives here. <laughs> Alright, on to the next group of one-star reviews. The next seven reviews all share that not only do they not like 
this podcast, not only does it not relax them, but it actually scares them. And so I'm going to read these seven one-star reviews. But the last one really explains it well as to why it makes sense that not only would someone not be relaxed by this podcast, but why it might frighten them a little bit. All right, so here they are. Kept me on edge. The next one. It's really creepy. Gave me a fright. Next one. This really made me uncomfortable and creeped me out. No offense, but this podcast is not for me. Next one. Scared me. I couldn't even sleep anymore. Next one. OMG. The whispering scared the beep out of me. I had to edit that one. And the next one almost says the same thing. Sorry, but the whispering scared the beep out of me in the dark. And here's the last one, which really explains, I think, in a good way, why what everyone else said can make a lot of sense. Here it is. I don't know why I thought this would be relaxing, having some stranger whisper to you in your dark bedroom late at night. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. If I rename this podcast, A Stranger Whispers to You in Your Dark Bedroom Late at Night, you'd assume this was like some kind of horror podcast. So, I, I think it is a strange thing something we're not used to yet, which is having someone we don't know whisper to us in a place that we normally associate with safety. There is logic there. These next two one-star reviews also support what the others were saying, and they kind of bring up something additional that also explains why some people have a negative reaction. Here they are. It's kind of creepy. Feels like you're lying right next to me. And the other one. Do not listen with headphones. It's like there is someone sitting next to you. So, these individuals also are adding an important perspective, which is one thing I've worked hard to do over the years, 
is to have really good audio quality to make it sound more genuine rather than having a lot of white noise and hiss distract you from my whispers. But what they're saying is the reverse can happen if it's too high in audio quality. Then it sounds too much like a real person. And so maybe for some people, when the audio quality is not as good, it doesn't feel like someone's right there with them, which does sound a little scary. <laughs> and here's the last one that I'm going to share. Possibly the worst idea for a podcast ever. The, the funny thing is, I've had this same thought, but probably for a different reason, different reason than what their reason is. For me, I've had times where I've thought this is such a horrible idea because it's been such a challenge recording whispers. Like it's, I've spent so much money on different microphones of preamps, getting the right recorders, getting my studio right, blocking out the neighbor's dogs from barking, quieting everything in my house, finding the best software to remove that white noise, like just so many things that have caused me a lot of frustration and created challenges which most other podcasters who don't whisper they don't have all those challenges like you can you can search for the best microphones for speaking like there's thousands of reviews but no one does microphones for how they capture a whisper. There are no reviews about that. So, in a lot of ways, um, I've thought, what a horrible idea. This is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. But, on the flip side, of course, I've really enjoyed that challenge. Even though it's frustrating, I also really love Testing microphones, testing preamps, testing cables, recorders, mixers, trying to get my studio just to sound right. It's, I do enjoy all that also. So it's definitely brought me more joy than frustration for sure. Alright, so I guess that's the end of my celebration of my 200th episode. I'll move on to some other recent feedback from you. And this is a new submission I received to my Hey Harris form. And this is from Allie. And here's what she wrote. I love listening to music, and I've recently stumbled across an article of 
on Wikipedia. I started reading this late at night, and I got tired, and I thought, this article is so interesting, but it also makes me sleepy. This would be a great Whisperpedia episode. I love your podcast, and I especially love your Whisperpedia episodes, and when you read books. However, as a person of color, I'd love to hear more content about and by other people of color. Allie, those are wonderful ideas, and I've added jazz to my future list of on my list of future ideas for Whisperpedias, and I've also added doing content that is about people of color and or related to people of color for future Whisperpedias, and so this could be accomplishments by people, like, like an example might be Jackie Robinson, but it may not just be about the people, it could be about an invention or the movement they started, so we really kind of think broadly about how to have more content about and related to people of color is a wonderful idea. So thank you very much, Allie. I've also had several new responses to my podcast survey. Mimsy shared that her favorite episodes are the Mona Lisa episode and the quote about my trip to Woodstock 99. And those are two very different episodes. In the Mona Lisa episode, I'm basically just describing the painting and making comments about it. And the trip to Woodstock 99 is more of me telling a personal story. But Mimsy, I love that you shared the reason of why those, those two, are your favorite episodes. You mentioned that they both, for you, have a perfect balance between interesting and soothing, meaningful and amusing. It's great to hear that because I try to put that into every episode. Like, I wonder, is this interesting? Am I using my voice in a soothing way? Is it meaningful? Is it a little bit amusing? So, thank you. That makes me feel really good. The next survey response was from Shells, and she shared that her favorite episode types are the Duckin. And Shells, I'm not sure if you mean the Duckin portion where I 
relaxation or guided relaxation tuck-in. Or you mean also the fade-out. So I'm going to assume that what you're saying is what you really enjoy. Is that guided relaxation tuck-in. And for a little backstory, that resulted from a listener's suggestion. A listener suggested that I do that at the start, the same duck-in at the start of a lot of episodes, and I initially didn't think that would be a good idea, because I didn't think people would want to hear that same guided relaxation again and again, but you and many others have said how much they enjoy the guided relaxation tuck-in. So it's, it's really helpful to hear that. And the last new survey response is from Felix. And Felix shared that their favorite episode types are the fade-out episodes. And their favorite episode is number 191, the Romantic Style Survey. Felix, that is so helpful. Like whenever I get feedback about something, it encourages me to keep doing it. This is something I, I frequently say, because I'll think, mm, I wonder if I should do a survey again. And I get I lose confidence that people will like that, and then I recall feedback like yours, and then I look at survey, my survey results, and I see that people do enjoy the survey, and then I also remind myself that those surveys also are considered kind of traditional ASMR, because it is providing you with that positive personal attention when I'm reading you those survey questions and asking for you to think about your responses. So, you can be optimistic that there will be more surveys in future Fade Out episodes. If anyone else is interested in completing the survey for this podcast, there's a link in the show notes and on the website. Alright, this is the end of tonight's chat. I hope you are deeply relaxed, or even better, deeply asleep.